If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today. At our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cocoa Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Cocoa Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the Coco Express Show for Monday, April 14th, 2014. I'm your host, Aurelia Lyles. And uh, today we are here to, I guess, inform you on an event that is going to happen um, on next Wednesday at on April 23rd, 2014. And I have to tell you, this is kind of important because of the simple fact that we have so many different things that are going on in our society and we are making so many headways in so many different directions in so many things. However, we're missing the mark on a few things too. And there's a segment of our community, of our society, that's kind of being left behind and we really need to kind of open our eyes and look and see exactly what's going on because oftentimes we will be blinded by the simple fact that there are those out there who are truly struggling and who are truly suffering, and no one seems to be addressing it or understanding it. That is until. Now, Bishop Donald Hilliard, Jr., he is going to have um, a discussion uh, panel, and they're going to talk about the um, the African-American and Latino family crisis, and it does exist. And you can't say that it doesn't. It is real, and it is happening every day, and it's not getting any better. There are some sobering statistics out there that state that this is the case. However, I am not going to be the one to be able to tell you this in um, an elaborate manner that you would really, truly get it. I believe that um, Bishop Donald Hilliard, Jr. would be the best person to explain all of this to you and the event that's going to be happening on the 23rd. Uh, Okay. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Thank you. Thank you for having me and inviting me on. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, I have to tell you that I was really happy to see that you are doing this particular event on this subject matter because it's extremely important and necessary, especially in our time today. Yes, I agree. Very much so, and so often it's an unspoken we have so many unspoken needs, 
and so many unspoken things um, that um, we need to say. But, you know, thank God some of us are handling this issue, some of us are handling this issue, but the crisis, it, it remains a crisis. That is so true. Now, can you give us some of the statistics that exist that just kind of make us realize that it's something that we really pay, we should pay attention to? Well, the my statistics sheet is on my desk, and I'm not near my desk. The specifics, I'll give you some general uh, uh, statistics. The, there's a, a, a tremendous disparity between um, the uh, graduation rates of um, African-American uh, young men and uh, young men of other nationalities and Latino-American men. Um, there's a tremendous um, uh, growing, as you know, prison population among African-American and Latino-American men, um, unemployment, uh, dropout rate, uh, those who attend college, um, those who get uh, stiffer uh, penalties and sentences. And I think most of it really, a lot of it goes back uh, not just to the family, but it goes back to the community. And I think one of the challenges we have is that the community um, is not as compassionate as it was at one time, and one can understand that because things are so dangerous now. You're afraid to open up your door. You don't know who you're opening your door to. But it must be addressed. And particularly with our African-American young men and our Latino-American young men, so, so very many of them are fatherless. Um, they are, you know, growing up in homes without a father. Um, and um, they are, um, you know, misdirected, misguided. And they are following examples um, that are just uh, very negative. And so this this conversation that we're having certainly uh, cannot be an exhaustive, complete conversation, but Ed Gordon will be with me. Um, uh, there will be other different um, not- notable persons that will be speaking to this issue. And my concern is to speak to it before the, the hot summer comes, and perhaps we can mm. divert some of this attention, you know, some of this negativity and um, we can encourage some um, uh, uh, other things. What, are, what, what, what can the community do? What can the church do? Can we get a midnight basketball thing moving? Can we get an art class going? Can we, you know, um, it's not a matter of brains and brilliance. Um, it's also a matter, it's a matter of opportunity and exposure. Yes, I do understand. The thing that bothers me the most is the fact that so many of our young men are dying, um, and it's not that someone else is killing them, that they're killing each other. And that's what really alarms me and saddens me. How can we kind of get a grip on this situation? Well, I do speak to the, about that specifically in my uh, Stop the Funeral uh, book, uh, released last year, the revised version was released last year, Stop the Funeral. Um, I speak about that extensively. Um, and I think with, with and, and, and we are killing each other, and uh, these turf wars are, and, and it, it, again, it all goes back to self-esteem, it goes back to my rep, it goes back to, um, you know, not, not feeling power, powerless. And so the sense of power that, that I get um, is not the right sense of power. You know, it's, it, it, it's the wrong power. And then, of course, this proliferation of guns in America is um, just, you know, out of control. 
um, and it, we, we need stiffer gun laws. We need, um, you know, background checks need to be stronger. Uh, we need more emphasis on mental health also. And so a lot of these things are mental health issues. They're uh, family issues. They are issues dealing with you know, lack of parenting, lack of examples. And, and this is an epidemic. This, this has become, um, and then of the, the, the innocent drive-by shootings, babies, Playing yeah. hopscotch, you know, you know, uh, getting shot, you know, just it it, it 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 breaks your heart. But but we have to rally and toughen up and begin at least to to speak to it, to mm-hmm. speak to the issue, to bring attention to the issue, to say enough is enough, stop the madness, and stop the funeral. And if you go to my website, donaldhilliardjr.org, um, it'll take you to different links. Uh, um, and one of them is the, the, the Stop the Funeral um, uh, Foundation that I have, and we're hosting a town hall meeting, as you know, next Wednesday. Then following month, we're hosting a Twitter town hall meeting where we're going to be discussing this on Twitter. And then I'm having a, a Stop the Funeral weekend uh, at the church. We're going to be talking about violence. There's going to be a play. Um, Al Sharpton will be uh, our morning preacher. I'll be preaching before him, and you know, just kind of having things to keep us inclined, activated, and involved in the lives of our children and our sons. Oh, that is that is excellent and so necessary because each time the summer comes, I think we all get that dread in our hearts because we know that the kids are going to be out of school, and what options and opportunities do they have? Unless right. you're affluent. You don't really have any because they are the programs that were available to them, I say, a decade ago, don't exist anymore. Right, right, exactly. They don't exist anymore. And, 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 this, and, and then, you know, the economy is not really bouncing back as, as we thought it would, but, you know, so that's where the church has to kind of, um, you know, but, but everything can be in the church. You know, we did, you, know you need the government, exactly. you need the church, you need the private sector. Everyone needs to, um, you know, because you can't escape it, because now it's not just in the inner city. It's in the suburbs as well. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, yes. every turn, mm-hmm. every turn. And, and in our our community, there seems to be so many different um, subjects that we're lacking in. We're lacking in, um, you know, literacy when it comes to our health care. We're lacking in understanding the HIV and, you know, AIDS uh, epidemic that exists for us at such alarming rates, whereas other socioeconomic areas don't have that same rate of new incidents. And I, it, it just exactly. boggles the mind sometimes. It and does. It, yeah. I think no. also what it has to, one has to um, do what we have to do and know that we can only do what we can do. And then we have to support what others are doing, you know. Um, and if you, you're you doing something, I need to support you. If I'm doing something, you need to support me. And we're all supporting each other. And, and together we can attack this thing like, like radiation on a malignant tumor, you know. Um, mm-hmm. you know we, but but it, has got, it, it must be addressed. It must not be ignored. Um, it, it, it's, uh, and as, as a pastor, you know, I see it. I, I, I bury young people and... It's 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 very very uh, disheartening. Um, it's you know, and you as a as a parent, you know, you're holding your breath every time your your uh, um, children, your young adults go out. You're 
holding your breath, you, you know, what street are you going down, what, where are you, you know, so it's really, and, and yet we cannot live in fear. We must, we must walk by faith, but we must walk with knowledge and we must walk with wisdom as well. Now, I think you... a lot of this comes too without, I'm sorry, without, we, no, you know, go ahead. We, I know, I know it's corny and all now, but, you know, it almost needs to be like a revival of Boy Scouts and a revival of Cub Scouts and a revival of the uh, Police Athletic League and a revival of the YMCA and, um, you know, uh, the canteens on Friday night, uh, you know, that the Catholic Church used to have. We need just the renewal of, of this concern so that once our kids make it, we're not just like, well, well thank God mine made it. I'm, I'm done. No, you're not done. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done until, until we all make it. That is so true. And you were, you read my mind because I was going to say um, the things in the past, you know, you don't know your future until you look at your past. And I believe we have to revisit our past because I think we're so busy looking into the future at technology and all the, the, the marvels technology has given us that we're forgetting that you have to start from some kind of foundation and have that to be able to build towards that. And we're looking up when we should look back to look up again. I agree. I agree. I agree. And what you saw then too was a uh, just a um, a tremendous amount of community support and family support. Where you know even basic things like teaching people to have dinner together. You know we used to have family uh, Sunday dinner was a mandatory. You know we had every we we knew that it was always Sunday dinner. But then again, it was always church. And after church, you know, we came home, we had Sunday dinner. But even if you don't go to church, you need, you need Sunday dinner. You need meals around the table. I think the table is very key to yes. um, where we're going. We need the table and we need the temple, which is the church. You know, we need you know, the temple, the mosque, the synagogue. We need, we need a faith system. We need the table where we're looking at each other and communicating with each other and, 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 and really handling uh, some of these issues. Yes, indeed. And it's really interesting you would say that because I had a doctor on the show, Dr. Lane Ferguson, she came on the show, and she even admitted, she said the studies have shown that when you believe in a higher power, you have a whole different demeanor, you have a whole different perspective on life, and your health and everything about your life is different. So these things are necessary, whether we want to accept it or not, they are necessary to our survival. Very much so. Very much so. Very much so. And and that's why I said to our congregation yesterday, you've got to bring the gospel and bring the message of hope in a different way. You know, you've got to bring it in a different way because we need the message. You just have to bring it to it in a different, in a different way. Yes, indeed. Now, the title of your event is called Do You Know Your Daddy? That's a very interesting, interesting title. And the question that I wanted to pose to you is why some are able to overcome and why some just struggle so hard. That's something that I've always tried to figure out for myself, and I just don't always – I see it and I understand it, but then again, I don't always seem to get it. You know, that's a very good question. I think it's a matter of will. Um, as a man thinketh, so he is. It's a matter of changing the mind. It's really a matter, it's a decision. You know, I decide I'm going to live. I decide I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to uh, 
give people the satisfaction that that have always said I would not make it. I will not give them the satisfaction of not making it. I will make it. Uh, I decide. And, you know, that's something that um, we have to understand. You know, we can offer all we want, but until a person makes a decision that they don't want to live like this anymore, you know, I need to move out of here, I need to get, you know, take my child down south to do whatever I need to do. Uh, I need to, you know, uh, be more disciplinarian. I need to, you know, kind of uh, be tougher with my love. You know, a lot of us are raising terrorists in our home. It's not cute when the child, you know, is um, talking back, you know, five years old, and he becomes a terrorist at 15, and the parents are afraid of him, you know. And so I think, you know, it's a matter of decision there. And then, sadly, some have are so overwhelmed by their issues, they're so overwhelmed by their pain and their problems that they, um, they just, you know, they just give in mm-hmm. and they just capitulate to the problem. Do you think our pride has a lot to do with it as well? Or the lack thereof. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think pride makes you want to do more. You know, I think the lack of pride, you know, helps you settle for less. And okay. this is one of the challenges, you know, we, we settle for mediocrity, and that's not a good thing. You know? And the thing that, I mean, I, I make comparison and contrast oftentimes, and I, I look at the his, our history and I look back a lot. And in some respects, you can look at this as a time, be like right around, right after slavery, where we were just kind of in limbo trying to figure out where we belong. And it seems as if we're back to that in some respects as well. Yes, yes. And and some of this is, of course, deliberate by, um, you know, uh, persons in power. And, and, uh, of course, racism has has played a tremendous part. And also our, our lack of owning up. You know, you can't. You know, manhood is not making a baby; it's raising it's raising a child. Um, mm-hmm. Whether you marry the mother or not, the responsibility is to that child and respect to that mother. And you know, we the society has become so decadent um, and, and and so loose and so perverted. Um, having a child is like a badge of honor. Um, and these children are growing up; the, the innocent children are growing up, they're growing up familiar with guns, familiar with drugs, familiar with loose living. And, you know, we've got to, you know, stand up and, and be counted and teach and, and demand more. Demand more. Demand, yes. demand more. Yes. And I think, as they say, the squeakiest wheel gets the most oil. We haven't been squeaking loud enough, huh? No. No, we haven't been squeaking loud enough. No, no, not at all. No. And that's a very good point. We've not been squeaking loud enough. And and, you know, we've got to tell it and, and, and tell it boldly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got to speak out, and uh, as, as we will on next week, and we've got to speak out. And we can hear all the statistics we want, but if we don't want to change what we are hearing, there will not be a change. Okay. Now, the event, the, is the event open to the community, or it is? Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Indeed. Okay, so it's going to be at Cathedral International Church? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay, and that's 205 Smith Street in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. In Perth Amboy. It's mm-hmm. going to be in our complex building, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's excellent. And I, I know that a few of my um, 
people that follow me and friends that are on Facebook, they were really pleased to see that this particular event was happening. So I hope that they're oh, able to make it. Yes, and they. Well, send you know, me a post on uh, on Facebook as well as uh, my Twitter is uh, handle is uh, Bishop underscore Hilliard, H I L L I A R D, and uh, we appreciate that they would tweet it out and get the word out because we need to hear from. We we need to hear from you. We don't want to do all the talking. Because I think collectively we can come up with the solutions. Yes, and I think it, it, that's the only way it's going to be able to be resolved because if only a certain few are doing something, that leaves a whole bunch of people not doing something, which leaves you back square one. Exactly right, exactly right. And, again, I kind of feel like I'm on a timeline, at least for myself. I mean, I'm not, you know, everyone's doing their, their thing. But I think that, you know, this, this whole summer thing is, 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 is very, very important. Yes, yeah. yes. I can already see it because I see the young men, you know, walking up and down the streets. They really don't have too many places to go. No, not at all. No. No, no, not at all. And that's the all. breeding ground for lots of trouble. Yeah, very much so. And yeah. um, and then of course in many of our communities, you know, the the police force has been lessened because of the economy, mm-hmm. and um, you know so, but we've got to we've got to have a positive attitude that we mm-hmm. we can change, we can speak, we can decide, and we we make the decision. I choose not to live like this. I yes. choose to have a different kind of life. Yes, indeed, that's great. Now. Uh, people can hit you up on uh, Twitter, and they can contact you on Facebook. And Facebook. if they have additional questions or they want to pose questions to you or, or uh, make suggestions or make comments in regards to this particular subject matter, uh, they can do it that way? Yes, they can do it that way as well. And there is a um, – uh, the, um, the flyers and all should be posted. Uh, information it should be out now. Uh, mm-hmm. in the social media, and they, there's also numbers there that they can post things there. Uh, I also have Instagram, and they can uh, post things that way as well. Okay, great, because I'm sure a lot. some people may not be able to make this particular event, but I'm, I'm more than sure that they would love to participate in some way, shape, or form, because right. this, is, this is important and it's necessary because we really have to try. We really have to try to help. Right. It's our future that's at stake as well. So it's not like it's it's them and they have to deal with it. No, it's us. We are all in it. We're all in it. We're all in it. We're all in it, indeed. And we're all. This when I was coming up, the neighborhood was our. We, the parents knew. Um, um, you know, everybody knew each other's children. Mhm. Yeah, and that's one of the challenges now. There, we, we're missing Big Mama. We're missing. Uh, the neighbors looking out. We're missing. We're missing that, you know. And um, everyone's kind of, you know, and those of those fortunate enough to kind of move up and out. Um, we we all kind of think. I think we have to take each other's children as if they were our own. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a difference. Yes, I do agree with you wholeheartedly. I I mean, I grew up in a household where. They opened the doors to whoever. If I had a friend, come on in. They became right. family, you know. Right. And 
Yeah, and I try to do the same myself. And it's just a matter of you just never know what that child is going through once they step out of your house. So to know that they have some place that they can come to and feel at home and feel loved and wanted makes a huge difference. It does, yes, indeed, it does. Indeed, it does. Indeed, it does. Well, I hope that you will be online. You know, it will certainly be uh, uh, streamed at at cathedralinternational.org. It'll be streamed. Um, okay. And uh, you can post questions that way. Uh, oh, great. You can tweet, you know, uh, questions to our Twitter account, and uh, and we'll be glad to be a part of this larger. And, 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 and we're all doing, you know, all of us are concerned. It's not just me. We're all, many of us are, are doing a lot of things to to uh, try to, to stem this issue. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great because we're stepping back and we're taking our, I guess you could say, the things that we learned from the past and we're using it in this modern age with technology to try to reach as many people as possible. And that's the way we have to do it. We have to use old and new together to be able to achieve an even greater goal. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly indeed. And I think we can. I'm hopeful and I'm just going to make sure that when my name is called in heaven that I've, that I've done my part. And oh, I'm going to join in with those who are doing their part. Yes, indeed. And I, I'm i just grateful to have the opportunity to speak with you. And I told you, um, as I've said before, whenever you have something and you want to you know, let the audience know, please feel free to come back. My door is open to you for whatever events you have going on because they are really important to our community. Thank you so very much. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity of being on and greet all of your guests and hope to hear from you and um, see several of you next Wednesday or uh, you'll see us on streaming phase. And I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, on the live stream. Mm-hmm. And um, we hope to stay connected. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, once again, it's a pleasure. And I keep telling you I'm coming. So the spring okay. is here and I will be there in May. Okay? Okay, good. <laughs> I'll look for you. All right. Okay. I'll look for you. God bless right. you. Same to you. Thank you again. Okay. Yeah, Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Everyone, that was Bishop Donald Hilliard, Jr., and he came on to give us some information about his event that he's having. He's addressing the African and Latino family crisis, and they're having um, an open forum discussion in regards to the different things that are transparent, just transpiring in our communities uh, as we speak day to day. And he's trying to kind of get a stronghold on ways that he could help make a situation better, ways that we can all help make a situation better for our young adults, for our young men. Uh, And it's called Do You Know Your Daddy? It's going to be on Wednesday, April 23rd from 7 to 9 p.m. at Cathedral International Church, and it's 205 Smith Street, Perth Amboy, New Jersey. And if you are interested in participating, it's an open event. Anyone can participate and go to the particular event. If you're not able to go, you can also log in to, um, you can go to www.cathedralinternational.org, and there you can also get additional information on how you can participate live stream. He has uh, given his Twitter information. It's the cathedral at INJ. For those who want to post uh, questions or make comments or suggestions, it's open for you to speak. This is an opportunity for you to voice your concerns, to, for you to voice your thoughts, for you to just voice what you want to say in regards to this particular 
situation that's going on because it affects us all. Whether you want to admit it or not, you can go with blindfolds or blinders on if you want to. The situation exists. It's for real. It's out there, and it needs to be addressed. So this is your opportunity. Please take advantage of it. I will be in contact with you in regards to any other events or any information. You can post it on Facebook so you'll have that information available to you. So to all of you out there, I am enjoying what I'm doing with you, and I'm going to bring you some more information. So please join me on Wednesday when we'll be back again at 8 p.m., and we will have a mayoral candidate, Ross Baraka, and he's running for mayor in Newark, New Jersey. So I'm going to give you the opportunity as well to see and hear the other side of the coin that we don't always get to uh, partake in. So hopefully you'll be able to join me again, and I will definitely be back with you and. So be well, take care, and have a good, good, good evening. Goodbye. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride.